My name is Jose Naharo and welcome to another episode. Today we are going to take a look at Microsoft and like always I have my buddies Bull Solo and Darth Bear ready to keep track. So let's get started. Like every other episode, we're going to use this amazing website known as LazyFA.com, which allows me to see all the financial documents for Microsoft in an easy graphical manner. So first, let's start off with the income statement. Here in the income statement, the first thing we're going to take a look at is revenue. And we can see for Microsoft, revenue is doing pretty good. It is in a really nice uptrend, and this quarter was the highest revenue quarter in since 2009, even, even probably earlier than that. This is just as far as I'm looking at the data, but this is the highest revenue so far. Cost of profit, cost of revenue is also at an uptrend, but you expect to see that, right? If you have more revenue, you're more likely to see more cost of that revenue. But the great thing is that revenue is growing at a faster rate than cost of revenue numerically wise. And that's why we have this gross profit being much higher each quarter so right now gross profit is at 23 billion dollars and that just if we have this uptrend it means that revenue is growing at a numerically higher pace than cost of revenue and because of that uptrend of gross profit is going and that's definitely a good thing so the first point goes to bull solo so bull solo gets the first point and this is microsoft so i think this is going to be a really good day for bull solo Darth Bear has yet to catch a break in the past few companies we've taken a look at. Darth Bear has always been behind, but that's not always going to be the case. Right now, I'm just really looking at really strong companies, and that's why Bull Solo is definitely doing good. And Microsoft, again, is going to be a killer company. I know it, that Bull Solo is going to get a nice amount of points. But let's see where Darth Bear might get some points, and he might put up a fight somewhere. So the next thing I want to take a look at are all the incomes, operating income, earnings before income taxes, and net income. So what I want to see here is that they all have uh, the, same, the same graph or the same look, right? If they have the same look, then that means everything is looking pretty normal and there's no money manipulation happening anywhere. And we can see operating income looks exactly like earnings before income taxes, which look exactly like net income. And that's a good thing. That means that the company is definitely not doing anything shady that we can see right off the bat. If something here was pretty wacky compared to previous quarters, it would give me a reason to take a look at further into those expenses. But since it looks pretty normal, then there's no point in doing that. And again, another point for Bull Solo right now. So Bull Solo is up to two points. And next, what we're going to take a look at is the actual net income. So here in the net income, we can see this company has had the highest net income since we can see, right? Right now, it collected $13.2 billion of net income. Same time last quarter was actually $8.87 billion. So that's a great thing. This company is collecting a huge amount of profits. And for that reason, another point for Bull Solo. Again, right here in the income statement, Bull Solo is already taking the lead by three points. And I think that's all the three things that I really take a look at in the, in the income statement. So Bull Solo is definitely killing the game right now. Next, we're going to take a look at assets, um, the balance sheet. So here in the balance sheet, we'll start off with assets and liabilities. We can see this company has in, has an uptrend again with both assets and liabilities 
and I know I did a Microsoft episode a few weeks ago where you guys where I got to look at more in detail of the company and we know that this assets and liability increase has a huge portion due to the uh, the new capital new capital the new capital standard where they have to put leases assets and lease liabilities in there and we can see that that's where the huge gap of assets and liabilities have come but regardless shareholder equity is again increasing and that's a great thing you want your shareholder equity to always be increasing right as a shareholder you want to have more equity of the company so again another point for bull solo bull solo is coming hot with his with the first few shots and we all know han shot first all right so next we're going to take a look at the asset distribution and liability distribution and this is one of my favorite things from this website lazy fa i like to see where all the company what where the assets and liabilities are at so right off the bat, let's take a look at liability distribution. And we can see, right, current, non-current debt. So non-current debt is debt that needs to be paid off in longer than a 12-month timeline. So this can be anywhere from 2020 to 22, 23, 24. And I definitely have them spread out in the previous Microsoft episode. So definitely check that out if you guys want to take a look more in Microsoft. But we can see the non-current debt is being paid off and debt is decreasing for this company. And a huge portion of this company's debt is deferred revenue. So the deferred revenue is about 23% of this company's liability. And deferred revenue, I know a lot of people consider it as a liability. But for me, it's I think I consider it more of just a hidden asset. Because deferred revenue is just money that this company has collected, but it has yet to, to give the full product for that revenue collected. So right, this company does the Office 365 where you pay a yearly subscription for 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 using Microsoft Office and then you have a yearly subscription for paying Xbox Live. So all of these are yearly subscriptions. So this company has to break down each rev each revenue by month, right? So right now we're only in July. So if you bought this in January, you the company still owes you four four or five more months of actual products and then that four or five months of that value is being collected as deferred revenue but eventually this deferred revenue is going to make its way into the asset distribution so that to me is okay and that's pretty good to have a deferred revenue in my opinion of 23 percent this company again the next thing is current debt this company has current debt of 5.52 billion dollars um, that's actually not a lot 3.4 percent we'll take a look at how much this company has cash and i can see this company has plenty of, of enough cash to pay off is its current debt no, with no issue. And then payables, payables is 9.388 billion. I like to compare payables to receivables. So let's take a quick look at receivables. So payables is what this company pays is suppliers and receivables is what it collects from its customers it, from its customers that have paid through credit over time. It's collecting some form of, of receivables. So we can see payables is 9.4 billion receivables is 29 29.5 billion so it is just from receivables i receivables is enough to actually pay off the company's payables and it's actually enough to pay off the company's current debt and that to me is ridiculously amazing i i'd love to see that and we can see this company after receivables is has 133 billion dollars of cash and cash equivalents and 
that's 51% of this company's assets. So this company has money and this company can definitely survive for many, many years. So based on these two asset distributions and liability distributions, I like how they're broken down. I have to give two more points to Bull Solo. So Bull Solo right now has a perfect score of six points. I don't think I've, I've had a company do that right off the bat. So the first point was for the gross profit. Then we have the net income. And then the next one was because of net income, operating income, and earnings before income taxes all have the similar pattern. And again, that shows pretty pretty great news for the company. And now these three points were for the asset distributions, liability distributions, and shareholder equity, all doing pretty good for Microsoft. And Microsoft is definitely a strong company, a company I enjoy very much. Next, let's take a look. So here's just another way to look at the balance sheet. And here we can see the total assets increasing we can see this big jump from last quarter and again that's because of that lease standard where they have to include certain leases as assets and liabilities and same thing in the liability distribution right this past quarter was a huge jump but if we actually take a look at the company's total debt you can see that this company has collected has been reducing its debt we can also see that this company has received a lot more receivables this quarter compared to previous quarter about 10 billion more and that can also give us that huge jump in total assets and it's paying a little more in payables and that we can see that increase in total liabilities but look at that cash and cash equivalents this company has money to blow so next we are taking a look at the cash flow statement and here in the cash flow statement the first thing i want to take a look at is net cash flow from operations so for you that don't know net cash flow from operations is the positive is the cash flow that's left after everything's been paid off from its everyday operations so this is what i really want to see positive right if a company sells x i wanted to make money selling x and i want there to be a positive cash flow from selling x and that's what this company has it has had the highest net cash flow from operations in a long time sitting at 16.11 billion this quarter so that's amazing. And again, what do you think? Who do you think gets another point? Of course, Bull Solo is here with another point. I think that brings him up to seven. Next, I want to take a look at cash flow from financing. So cash flow from financing, we can see it's negative. So it has negative cash flow coming out of here and it negative, almost negative 8.7 billion. But that's not a bad thing. If it has negative net cash flow from financing, it means two things. One, it's paying. It actually means three things. One, it means it's paying down debt. Two, it means it could be buying back shares. Three, it means it could be paying off dividends. And it's actually doing all three of those. So they actually paid off about a $1 billion debt this quarter alone. So $1 billion of debt was paid this quarter. It also They also bought back about $4.3 billion dollars of equity this quarter and they also paid 3.52 billion dollars of dividend this quarter so we can see this company has still um, has 16.1 billion positive cash flow and it's using eight of that to uh to pay back either some form of shareholders or include payback loans so again Due to that net cash flow from financing, guess who gets another point? Bull Solo. Bear is dying out here. Let's see if we can find something something wrong with the company. 
and actually I kind of do right now and it's something that um we're going to take a look at in a bit but I definitely after looking at this I see that this company right it had a positive cash flow from operations of 16 billion dollars it's using a little bit over half of that uh, cash flow from operations to pay off to buy shares to pay dividends and to pay back loans and most of it is for both for paying back shares and paying dividends so that I, I, I would wish I personally wish to see that a company does more than that and even though it's not really a bad thing it's just something I wish it did not do as much I want this company to continue to grow right I would want any company to continue to grow opposed to buying back shares and paying dividends but that's just the type of investor I am right that it doesn't doesn't it's not necessarily a bad thing all right so the next few things we're going to take a look at we're still going to continue to take a look at net cash flow from operations because i believe net cash flow from operations is such an important part to take a look at and here we're comparing net cash flow from operations with revenue and we're just trying to look how the graph looks and again this is one of those where i just want to make sure the graphs look the same if i want if net cash flow from operations if revenue is increasing for the company I also want net cash flow from operations to be increasing because if not, if revenue is increasing, but net cash flow from operations is staying flat or is going down, that, that to me is there's some manipulations and numbers going on and this company is just doing fake sales or long-term sales. And that to me is something I don't like to see. But good thing for, for Microsoft revenue and net cash flow from operations are following that same trend line we can see here, right? They're both going uptrend. And um, they, that that's again really good news. Next, we're going to take a look at earnings per basic share and net cash flow from operations. So again, this is the same thing, right? So after revenue, that's the beginning of the product, but earnings per basic share is the last thing after everything's been paid off. So again, this should match our net cash flow from operations per share, and again, it does, and that's definitely a good thing. It means this company does not it's not manipulating its revenue somehow it shows us that this company is making positive is making good revenue is making positive earnings and we can see that because it has a nice positive net cash flow from operations so again for those reasons alone bull solo gets another point and i'm not sure how much he is at right now i think this might be the first time bull solo might make it to double digits so next let's take a look at just i just want to take a look at how receivables and payables account receivables and account payables make up the total revenue or how much of it is a percentage of sales there's no points to be given out to here but this is just at the moment if things look bad obviously um, points can be given to Darth Bear but here right now accounts receivable percentage of sales are currently about 16% of accounts receivables is of sales so that's a really good thing that means the rest is is actual sales while this is just money being collected from past sales that's 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 a good thing and there's no huge fluctuation for that next let's take a look at accounts payable again account, accounts payable is about 7.5 percent of the company's total sales um so that's again a great thing we don't see no fluctuation or nothing going on so that's great great news for for microsoft it means they're not using they're only using seven percent of their sales to pay off the account the accounts payable so that's that's definitely not a bad thing that's all i have from here 
Next, the final thing is just, I just want to take a look at days sales outstanding. So this just means about how long it takes for this company to collect its money after making a sale. And on average, it's about 60 days. This time was 65 days this quarter doing a trailing 12 months. And we can see, right, this is about the average. It's about the average time it takes this company to collect money. So again, nothing funky or nothing fishy going on with revenue. And that's the only reason I want to take a look at those is, right, it helps me determine if there's something funky or something fishy going on with the revenue, something that Darth Bear might be hiding that we're not really taking a look at. But unfortunately, right now, there's nothing in the cloak of shadows. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's looking pretty good for Microsoft. So there's actually only one more thing I want to take a look at, and that's metrics. And metrics I just used to take a look. And the first metric is debt to equity ratio. So this is debt divided by shareholder equity. And right now we can see debt to equity ratio is going down. In theory, you want debt to equity ratio to be below one because that means that equity is higher than debt. Unfortunately, it's not. But the next big thing is to see debt to equity be going down at least to have a downtrend. And that's what we're seeing now, right? We see right now it's at a 1.8 debt to equity ratio. It's higher than that one. So maybe, maybe I, I here would, I would probably give a free point, a free point to Darth Bear, right? We can't have Darth Bear going with zero. I mean, this debt to equity ratio, it means that this company's, it, the, the thing about it is this company at one point was lower than one than 1.0 so it's not like this company has always maintained a 2.0 ratio if that was the case it would be most likely no points given because everything would be would be normal but this company for a long time had a debt to equity ratio below one percent where right now it's almost at a two percent and I, I I definitely don't like to see that and for that reason I'm gonna definitely have to give a free point to my boy Darth Bear. Next, we're gonna see current ratio. So here in current ratio, the things we current ratio is current assets divided by current liabilities. So this is different. This time you want items to be higher than one because that means that this company has more current assets than current liabilities, and that's the case. And this company has about two times two point five times more as current assets. Than current liabilities so this company has no no need to worry about paying off any short-term liabilities because it has plenty of assets to do that and for that reason bull solo gets another point and darth bear is here not feeling the power of dark side next we have gross margins and gross margins is pretty flat where it's normally at it's right now 69.1 percent and that's normally what the average was same time last year was actually 67.6%, so about 200 basis point increase. Again, that's not much, so, and we can see here from these graphs, it is pretty similar to how, how it's been in the past few quarters. The final one we're gonna take a look at is profit margins, and profit margins right now is sitting at 39.1%, and this is the highest it's actually been. On average, this company has a profit margin of below 30%. So for the jump, for that big jump to happen, that's definitely a good thing. But is it something that's, that's going to continue in further quarters? So right now, we're definitely going to give a point to Bull Solo. So all the almost all the points went to Bull Solo. There's only one point that went to Darth Bear. Hopefully, this profit margin continues there, and we'll continue to see it 
in next quarters. That's something we're def I'm definitely going to take a note at. So, right, we can see we can see Microsoft is definitely a strong company. There's not really one thing that's driving me off from Microsoft except the price to earnings ratio. So right now this company has um, has a price to earnings ratio of 26.2%. I actually might be higher right now, but in the previous episode of Microsoft, I did give it I did give it a price limit of what I, I, I would feel comfortable paying it. And I think it was $130 on based on future earnings per share was about how much I valued it at. And actually, there's one more thing I want to take a look at. So I know a lot of these companies have been buying back shares from buying back shares with a lot of money. And I want to see if this buyback share is hiding anything from the earnings per share. Are we actually seeing true earnings per share growth for companies? And this is the first time I'm doing this, but I do think I want to keep track of it for future uh, for future companies going on. So let's take a look. I did it right here. So the first thing, let's zoom in a little bit so we can see it. So here I have last week, same time last year's shares, last year's earnings per share, and last year's net income. Now I have this year's current shares, this year's current earnings per share, and this current quarter's current income. So I have this thing where they're called fake earnings per share growth. So this fake earnings per share growth is just I do the current earnings per share minus last year's earnings per share divided by last year's earnings per share. So here, the reason I call it fake earnings per share growth is because this current, the current earnings per share is different because the current, the, the amount of shares this quarter is a lot less than they were four quarters ago because this company has been buying back shares. So the fake earnings per share growth is 49.57%. Now what I ended up doing to collect the real earnings per share growth was I ended up using the same amount of shares last four quarters ago. So like that, we can have the same amount of shares and it can give us the same real current earnings per share. So just for you guys that are listening to the podcast, current earnings per share was 172. Real earnings per share, in where when I, when I say real earnings per share, I mean the same amount of shares using last year's quarter so we can match them was 171.1.71 so we can see there's actually real true growth going on with microsoft the real earnings per share growth is 48.7 percent compared to the fake earnings per share which was 49.57 so obviously this buyback has helped um, um has helped microsoft show that they are getting more earnings per share than in reality they are but the percentage wise is almost nothing it's about seven about 80 basis point which is which is which is barely nothing so this company has true has true earnings per share growth and we can and you guys can i, I this is something that i want to take a look at for all the companies especially right now when we're having such a huge moment where companies are buying back shares so I hope you guys like that, that final piece. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let me know what you guys think. Post on the comment. Let me know what you guys think about Bull Solo and Darth Bear. I hope you guys have a good night and see you tomorrow.